everyone. Welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 291 of reading the Bible together every day this year. You know, friends, some days are just easier to get up and get moving and get motivated than others, and we all have them. And I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. It's kind of a rough morning, <laughs> um, and it's okay. It's going to be a good day. Um, And we're going to get through Acts chapters 25 and 26. And we're also going to read Psalm 131. Let's just get right in. Three days after Festus arrived in the province, he went up to Jerusalem from Caesarea. The chief priests and the leaders of the Jews presented their case against Paul to him. And they appealed, asking for a favor against Paul, that Festus summon him to Jerusalem. They were, in fact, preparing an ambush along the road to kill him. Festus, however, answered that Paul should be kept at Caesarea and that he himself was about to go there shortly. Therefore, he said, let those of you who have authority go down with me and accuse him if he has done something wrong. When he had spent more than eight or ten days among them, he went down to Caesarea. The next day, seated at the tribunal, he commanded Paul to be brought in. When he arrived, the Jews had come down from Jerusalem, stood around him, and brought many serious charges that they were not able to prove. Then Paul made his defense, neither against the Jewish law, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar have I sinned in any way. But Festus, wanting to do the Jews a favor, replied to Paul, Are you willing to go to Jerusalem to be tried before me there on these charges? Paul replied, I'm standing at Caesar's tribunal, where I ought to be tried. I've done no wrong, and the Jews, as even you yourself know very well. If then I did anything wrong and am deserving of death, I am not trying to escape death. But if there is nothing to what these men accuse me of, no one can give me up to them. I appeal to Caesar. Then after Festus conferred with his counsel, he replied, You have appealed to Caesar. To Caesar you will go. Several days later, King Agrippa and Bernice arrived in Caesarea and paid a courtesy call on Festus, since they were staying there several days. Festus presented Paul's case to the king, saying, There's a man who was left as a prisoner by Felix. When I was in Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders and the Jews presented their case and asked that he be condemned. I answered them that it is not the Roman custom to give someone up before the accused faces of the accusers and as opportunity for a defense against the charges. So when they had assembled here, I did not delay. The next day I took my seer at the tribunal. I took my seat at the tribunal and ordered the man to be brought in. The accuser stood up but no but brought no charge against him of the evils I was expecting. Instead, they had some disagreement with him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus, a dead man Paul claimed to be alive. Since I was at a loss in a dispute over such things, I asked him if he wanted to go to Jerusalem and be tried there regarding these matters. But when Paul appealed to be held for a trial by the emperor, I ordered him to be kept in custody until I could send him to Caesar. Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow you will hear him, he replied. So the next day Agrippa and Bernice came with great pomp and entered the auditorium with military commanders and prominent men of the city. When Festus gave the command, Paul was brought in. Then Festus said, King Agrippa and all men present with us, you see this man. The whole Jewish community has appealed to me concerning him, both in Jerusalem and here, shouting that he should not live any longer. I found that he had done nothing deserving of death, but when he himself appealed to the emperor, I decided to send him. I have nothing definite to write to my Lord about him. Therefore, I have brought him before all of you, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after this 
examination is over, I may have something to write. For it seems unreasonable to send me to a prisoner to sit, or I'm sorry, to sit. It seems unreasonable to me to send a prisoner without indicating the charges against him. Agrippa said to Paul, you have permission to speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched out his hand and began his defense. I consider myself fortunate that it is uh, that it is before you, King Agrippa, I am to make my defense today against all the accusations of the Jews, especially since you are very knowledgeable about all the Jewish customs and controversies. Therefore, I beg you to listen to, to me patiently. Sorry, I lost my space. All the Jews know my way of, li- of life from my youth, which was spent from the beginning among my own people and in Jerusalem. They have known me for a long time. If they are willing to testify according to the strictest sect of our religion, I lived as a Pharisee. And now I stand on trial because of the hope in what God promised to our ancestors. The promise our 12 tribes hope to reach as they earnestly serve him night and day. King Agrippa, I am being accused by the Jews because of this hope. Why do any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? In fact, I myself was convinced that it was necessary to do many things in opposition to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I actually did this in Jerusalem, and I locked up many of the saints in prison since I had received authority from for that from the chief priests. When they were put to death, I was in agreement against them. In all the synagogues, I often punished them and tried to make them blaspheme. Since I was terribly enraged at them, I pursued them even to foreign cities. I I was traveling to Damascus under these circumstances with authority and a commission from the chief priest. King Agrippa, while on the road at midday, I saw a light from heaven brighter than the sun shining around me and those traveling with me. We all fell to the ground and I heard a voice speaking to me in Aramaic. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. I asked, who are you, Lord? And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. But get up and stand on your own feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you to, to appoint you as a servant and a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and, a, and share among those who are sanctified with me in faith, but, oh goodness, who are sanctified by faith in me. I told you it was rough this morning, friends. So then King Agrippa, I was not obedient. I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Instead, I preached to those in Damascus first and to those in Jerusalem and in all the region of Judea and to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works worthy of repentance. For this reason, the Jews seized me in the temple and were trying to kill me. To this very day, I have had help from God, and I stand and testify to both small and great, saying nothing other than what the prophets and Moses said would take place, that the Messiah must suffer, and that as the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light to our people and to the Gentiles. As he was saying these things in his defense, Festus exclaimed in a loud voice, You're out of your mind, Paul. Too much study is driving you mad. But Paul replied, I'm not out of my mind, most excellent Festus. On the contrary, I'm speaking words of truth and good judgment, for the king knows about these matters, and I can speak boldly to him, for I'm convinced that none of these things has escaped his notice, since this was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you believe. Agrippa said to Paul, 
Are you going to persuade me to become a Christian so early? I wish before God, replied Paul, that whether easily or with difficulty, not only you, but all who will listen to me today might become as I am, except for these chains. The king, the governor, Bernice, and those sitting with them got up. And when they had left, they talked with each other and said, this man's not doing anything to deserve death or imprisonment. Agrippa said to Festus, this man could have been released if he had not appealed to Caesar. And now for Psalm 131. Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I do not get involved with things too great or too wondrous for me. Instead, I've calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. My soul is like a weaned child. And that's it for today, friends. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together. See you then.